0: If you're here this morning because you believe that you need rest, then you're in a good place. You know, when I saw you, Chad, on the weekend, I saw, I saw the, the... And I, I can only say this because I was exactly there. I saw the running away. It's amazing when God opens your heart up, and then He comes in. And then all of a sudden, the running away, you know, the person that we were, all running, running away from God, all of a sudden that just disappears. I know exactly what you're going through, man. And I want to speak a short word this morning, but I actually want to release the Holy Spirit to do something beyond just what I'm going to say. Because this week, I wasn't feeling well. I think some of you, most of you or so, haven't been feeling well. And I heard this, this word the whole week, like, you know, uh, rest. Rest is the only thing. <laughs> uh, you gotta rest them. You gotta rest, them. and and I, I, I did rest. I took some time, and um, and in resting, I asked the Lord, "What is rest?" And um, and I heard the Father say, "This is what people are looking for." And I'm gonna explain something that is in Scripture, but it's something I believe that will shift and change our lives completely. That the Father has perfect rest for you. And yes, this week, maybe you were ill like me, and you needed to rest your body, but the rest of God is far deeper than just your, your, your physical body. In fact, I think and I believe that many people are seeking rest. In a world that is so, so busy, and it's so full of turmoil, Many are journeying through life, looking for the rest, the rest of God. And the rest of God is so simple. I realized this this week. The rest of God is a person. It's the person of Jesus Christ. And you know, I could, we could go into old teaching on this, but I'm not going to do that this morning. Because I know that you know, that deep inside of every person you know that you're seeking Him. And whether you've been saved and Christian for many years, or whether you're here this morning, and you maybe haven't even made a decision yet, deep inside of your heart of hearts, you know that it's Jesus that you're seeking. So, there's a scripture in Genesis 8, and I'm... uh, Genesis 8, verse 4. Sorry, man. I haven't sent him my scriptures this morning. <laughs> Naam, you'll be fine, eh? Yeah, thank you. It says, it says here, in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, the ark rested upon the mountains of Ararat. Firstly, let me quickly explain. You guys know the story of Noah, the ark. So the ark was 40 days, 40 nights floating abroad, and then all of a sudden on the seventh day, the seventh month, sorry, of the seventeenth day of the month, the ark rested. Seven is a very interesting number. You know, there's something called biblical numerics. Seven is the number of completion. Completeness. In fact, I believe, Chad, you came to your number seven on the camp. You know, what happens at the number seven of completion is when you are search- searching, you are seeking, you are looking, and all of a sudden you come to a point in your life where it is, the, I believe, the God encounter. The point where your whole life can turn around. It's the moment of seven. The moment of the seventh um, whether it's the seventh day, I don't know. Whatever that seven is in your life, for Shovayn and I, we and I and I don't see this as coincidence. But we've realized we've looked at every seventh year, hey, love, and something significant happens. In fact, when we were asked to take this church, it was the seventh year after we did. We we walked into something before before this church. We were running a ministry, and it was exactly the seventh year. And then before that, uh, for seven years, I was working for another church, and it was the seventh year. And so, so we, we've always looked at seven, and, and we said, "Look, hey, Lord, you're working in years of seven, so don't worry, Father." Says, "I'm not sure, you know, I know, I'm three years in, okay, so there are four years left, okay." But God somehow always works in sevens in our lives, and I. It, it is the number of completion. And this morning I walked in and I said, Lord, why this scripture? Why this message? Because some of you have been waiting for your seventh year. You've been searching. You've been looking. Things have been going around like turmoil around you. And you've been saying, Father, at what point does this all come to an end? And I see the head shaking. And I, I believe that today is the day that the Father would want to meet you to give you rest. So it goes on, verse 12. Sorry, It says, Then Noah sent out the dove from him to see if the water was abated from the face of the land. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her feet. So she returned to Noah into the ark, for the water was on the surface of the earth. And then he put out his hand and he took her and brought her into the ark to himself. And so he waited yet another seven days. And again he sent out the dove from the ark. And the dove came to him toward evening and behold in her beak was a freshly picked olive leaf. So no one knew that the water was abated and from the earth. And then he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove. But she did not return to him again. That was the sign that there was a place to, to rest. I think sometimes we come to a point in our lives where we are, we are frustrated. <laughs> We're saying, Lord, I know there needs to be a change. And sometimes we just have to wait for that God encounter. You have to position yourselves for the moment for God to be able to come and encounter you. You see, it's, it's an act from our side to say, Father, I'm, I'm willing for you to come. And, and I believe that this is not just one moment in your life. <laughs> I've come to understand that God wants to encounter you daily. And He wants to encounter you regularly. Sometimes, I was speaking about this, in fact, I think on Alpha, I was speaking about the frequencies. Yeah, I showed a little video. I'll show it to the church one day. And, um, you know, they, they've taken a plate, a, a steel plate, and they put a, a, a sound speaker at the bottom and some sand. I don't know, you might have seen this experiment before. Some sand is sprinkled on top of the plate, and as the frequencies are turned up, the sand begins to move. And it forms beautiful shapes, you know. But the higher the frequency, the, 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 the smaller the shapes. And and, um, as I shared this, I said to to the group, sometimes there are frequencies that God is turning up in your life. And he turns it so high up that you're wondering, man, what is going on? You know, Job said it this way, if I could just die, Lord, then I will rest, find rest. Sometimes life feels like the frequencies are turned up and it just like keeps turning up. But I've got good news for you that rest is not the final act. It's not, death is not the place or the the final act for rest to come. And that is good news. Because even this morning, I sense that I walked through the door. I sense that depression was hanging over some. That you were even thinking that the end would just be easy if if I just died. And I'll be able to be in rest. (laughs) So you go to Matthew 3. And now I'm just going to ask you to put verse 16 to 17. And Jesus is being baptized by John the Baptist. And this is Jesus standing before John. And John first argues and says, No, 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 I cannot baptize you. You're you're the son of God. Like, man, this is not. And then Jesus says, No, you have to baptize me to fulfill scripture. And it says here, after being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens opened. And he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and resting on him. And behold, a voice out of heaven said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. The idea of resting was the was idea of laying your full weight down on someone or on something. And so what happened here was similar to what happened with Noah. That Jesus then became the olive leaf upon which the dove came and rested. The Spirit of God came on him and rested. And he, the olive leaf is a symbol of the anointed one. And he, he, when he rose up from, from under the water, and the, the Spirit of God came like a dove on him, rested on him, he became the very peace of God, rest of God, for you and me. That through him you will find peace. Through him you will find rest. I love what Terence said. You don't need affirmation from man anymore. Because when you find rest in Jesus, your affirmation is like the Father saying to to, to Jesus, this is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter. This is in whom I am well pleased. Everything makes sense when we find rest in Jesus. And I tell you this morning, that rest is not difficult. (laughs) It just means I need to surrender. You know, this head of mine makes a lot of thoughts. And sometimes I, I, I thank the Lord for my wife, and she stops me and, like, you are worrying too much about silly things. You're, you're too stressed out over nonsense, you know? And then she, and she tells me straight, take your guitar, go to the studio. And worship the Lord. I tell you, um, It sounds silly, but I sit before God on my guitar, and it's like the peace of God just removes all the stresses of life. And I find that my identity can so easily be confused by the stresses of life. You know, it's amazing, eh? You stress about stuff, and all of a sudden, you're doubting yourself. (laughs) Am I actually good enough? Am I... What's going to happen? What's going to happen with this? And I tell you, I, I know um, there are business people here in this, in this church. The Lord calls you to a place of rest in Him. Yeah, come on. Yeah. And he, he invites you there where you walk with Him. So here's the word for rest in Hebrew. There are two words. The one is um, Sabbath, which we know Sabbath comes from. And sabat literally means to stop. Like stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop thinking as thoughts, right? Sabbat. Stop being so busy. Sabbat. But the other word is the word I believe that the Lord wants you to sit with this morning. And that is the word Nuhaq. I don't hope I'm pronouncing it right. Nuhach. And that means to abide. And to rest in. So you need both. Because I do believe Sabbath is important particularly for your physical body as well to stop. But you need that while you are doing the things that God has called you to do while you are walking this life you are abiding in Him. And and I thought, man, this, uh, this cannot be possible. I tell you, it's, it is possible. And Jesus would invite you to that. He says in Matthew 11, Come to me, all who are weary. That's verse 28. to today, And heavy laden. And then listen to what he says. I will give you rest. See, rest is offered to those that are willing to come those who are willing to step into the presence of God to walk into His midst and then surrender and say, I'm letting go, Father. Mm. That's why I believe worship is so key. Mm. Because you cannot worship unless you are from a place of surrender. I've, I've, I've realized if I come before the Father, And my mind is consumed with all the things of this life. My worship is like a sounding loud cymbals, you know, it's just noises before him. And so I literally, I was standing at the back there, I literally say, Father, I surrender everything and I step into your rest so that I can behold you for who you really are. That nothing in this world, Father will take my eyes off from you. And if you were to walk your life like that, and I believe you can, to focus on Him, not be worried about the news and the things that are all shouting at us, but to focus on Him, to pursue Him, and to rest in Him. The Lord invites you for that. Ah, where's, where's Lloyd? Lloyd, you sitting there? Come quickly! I'll ask you to come. Can, can I ask, um, Sheree, It was really good to see you. I saw you with your little one. Are you, is, Are you there? Are you busy? <laughs> we, we're very chilled in this church, you know. Like, you can bring your, you can bring little one with. I haven't planned this with you guys. Sorry, can I get a mic? But I'm going to ask Sheree Sheree and Haley, thank you so much for this Um, morning's worship. I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) Um, I want to invite you this morning to position your heart. To surrender to God. Whatever you're carrying, Jesus said, Come, all who are weary and heavy laden. Whatever you carry this morning. And you know what? If you're not carrying anything, that's cool. You can also come. (laughs) Like you can literally just step into his presence. But I do believe that there are some that are carrying things this morning. And God is just saying, Lay it at my feet. Because I will give you rest. Nuach. I will abide in you. So the Spirit of the Lord came in, in, in the Pentecost. And it came upon the twelve waiting, waiting expectantly for God to come to send His Spirit. And they stood and they were worshipping, the Bible says. And as they were worshipping, the fire of God rested on them. It literally says the same word. Nuach. The fire of God, the Spirit of God, came and rested upon them. And there was like fire of tongues that were resting on each one's head. And then the Bible says, and then they were filled. They were filled. You know, full. I'm going to fill my stomach quickly with a little bit of water. They were filled with His presence, with His Spirit. The Lord wants to do that this morning. The beautiful thing of the infilling of the presence of God, the Spirit of God, is that it is not a once-off event. Because how many of you know, like this bottle, you have to keep filling. You pour out so much in life, and you have to just keep filling that's why we're here that's why we have church keep filling Jesus says if you're willing to drink I will give you water that will you'll never thirst again so I'm going to ask you that's what you want this morning just to stand and it's okay if you don't stand it's like no condemnation for those who are in Jesus okay don't do it for others don't do it because this is a church you know, do it because Jesus, I want to step into rest As you stand this morning, just open up your hearts. We are so, Father, expectant for you because you are here. Actually, I'm going to ask you just to sing over us. I the Lord lies on your heart. And
1: You are good, yes. You are good over and over. You are good over and over. He says, Come and taste, come and taste that I am good. If you hunger or thirst, he says. Run to me, or oh run to me, oh I'm everything that you need.
0: You're standing to open your hands like this. Did you see, Jesus says, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Anyone that is willing to receive, that's, that's what Jesus was saying. Every giver has a receiver. Thank you, Holy Spirit, right now
1: all you need, yes he's all you need, come fill us up, come fill us up, oh come fill us up that we overflow with you, that we overflow.
0: Pointing at you, yeah, to see the Lord over you. I see, I see the Father just saying to you that He loves you so much, and that there's nothing in this world that will ever separate His love from you. Absolutely nothing. Thank you, Jesus. not forgotten? He's always seen you. to see peace the father is pouring out peace wherever there was confusion I believe the Lord is just clearing that out right now in Jesus name I see an arrow for direction the Lord is showing you the way so if you've been worrying, worrying and wondering about Father, where do I go what do I do he says look at me I I will just, I'll show you the way so I will show the arrow for direction. Andrew, come.
1: There's
0: something. There's something on you, um, and I know I've heard you testimony. me. Come on, man. I just can you share your testimony as well. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your blessing upon my life. and Thank you that I can share my story, Lord. Thank you that I can just fully say that I was once the orphan adopted by God. And that I can also have a part in eternal life and the goodness of God growing up in a household where I didn't have the perfect father figure abusive household father was an alcoholic, didn't know God thankful for teachers in my primary school teaching me about God and His love and His kindness and that He has a plan for my life at a young age very difficult to understand that, seeing my loving mom that gave birth to me and while I was in her womb, the Lord knitted me together and He made me awfully and wonderfully, He created me. At the age of nine, I lost my mom in a car accident, the person I loved the most was taking away from me. My biological dad abandoned me and I grew up in an orphanage. But for a long time, I held on to God's promise that He loves us dearly and He has a plan for us. At the age of 16, I started questioning life. Father God, I've got to know you as a loving God and a living God. But how is it that my mom is taking away from me at such a young age? My biological dad rejects me. And I said, Lord, but if you are a good and a loving God and a living God, I challenge you, come and touch me, come and heal me. Make me feel worthy because I don't, Lord. I'm a happy person by nature, but at night I would cry myself to sleep. Deep down depression, of what I went through as a five, six, seven year old boy, seeing my own father abuse my mom in front of me and I could do nothing. I had anger, I had bitterness. I said, Lord, I don't know him, but I just don't want to meet that guy again because I'm so upset, Father God. I've got this anger, bitterness inside of me. And I can't forgive. I'm just this world on my shoulders, dragging me, making me tired. I don't have any strength, Father God, to face this day. I said, Lord, but if you are a living God, I challenge you. Come on, man. If you really are there, touch me. And in a moment, the Holy Spirit took took me, and I started weeping. I got to meet Jesus at the age of 16, and I sat on his lap, and he held me so tight. He says, I love you, Henry. I love you, and I've got a plan for your life, my boy. Just as every single person on earth, I've got a plan for your life, too. And I opened up my Bible and I had Jeremiah 29 verse 11 for the plans the Lord has for you. is far greater than you can ever imagine. His plans to prosper you and not to harm you. His plans to give you everything this world has to offer. And His Lord says, Henry, I've got a heart for the less fortunate and I've got a heart for the orphans, for the widows out there. And Henry, I want to use you. And I'm going to use you. And of course, the sense of humor that the Lord has, I would open up my cupboard in the orphanage. I said, Lord, I've got five shirts and two pants. I've got nothing. How on earth are you going to use me? And he says, "Henry, hold on to my word. I will use you one day. And my life changed I could forgive my biological dad because the Lord gave me his eyes. And he said, look at your father through my eyes. I saw a broken man not knowing Jesus. And I said, Lord, if I ever get to meet him again, I would just hug him and tell him how much I love him. And this world was off my shoulders and I started living a life pleasing to God. And after my years at the orphanage, I turned 18 and of course I had to leave. But God sorg for his ook for his children. And I got a bursary to go and study education. I got a sports bursary to be financially a bit more stable in my university years. And my dream was just to become a professional sportsman. Because the Lord blessed me with the talent to do that. I studied education, and in my final year of being at university, I went back to the school where I was an orphan, and I started coaching rugby with the coach that coached me as a young boy. And it was that day where the Lord said, Henry, I need you to put your rugby dream aside, and I want you to become a teacher because that's the plans I have for you, not your own plans you had all your life. And that afternoon I jogged back to my university residence and I had to surrender. I said, Lord, I put my rugby dream aside and I want to follow your plans. I became a teacher, a primary school teacher, and I was the happiest person on earth working with kids, inspiring them, teaching them the the goodness of God. And I always knew I had a powerful testimony where God could use someone... That lost both his parents, having no hope, surrendering himself to God. And I knew that I always wanted the platform to share my story. And in my matriki, I met a person, Dieter Fucht. He was a Pasala presenter on TV, and he was a former Mr. South Africa. And he said, Heinrich, I believe that you can use the Mr. South Africa platform one day. To share your story and just to reach out to South Africa and even around the world. It was a dream that I held on for eleven years. And at the age of twenty-seven, I twenty-nine rather, I became Mr. South Africa in 2019. And the, the headlines were From Orphan to Mr. South Africa. And I was sharing my story more in churches than anywhere else. The goodness of God. It's just how God works. And I could start just inspiring other people. And I was blessed to when I left the education because I wouldn't be able to do Mrs. South Africa, in my year of reign, and being a teacher because teaching is like, oh, it's the most difficult job I've ever done in my life. But we do it for the outcome and not the income. So I left the education. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> it's Amen. <laughs> <well said. laughs> I left the education system started working in the corporate world, earning a good salary, driving a fancy car, living the life, but always lived close to God. But there came a time in my life where you feel like you start drifting away, you start chasing these worldly things. Because I've never had money, I've never had my own place, and I always worked hard because that's what the world says. You know, Love makes the world go round, unfortunately money too. But the Lord just says that He doesn't want us to fall in love with worldly things and make mom and your, your um, God. And in my corporate world, I started living a life pleasing to other people and getting the worldly affirmation of seeking that because I wanted to be the best there is. And it's as if God was saying, Henry, I need you to leave where you are because I've got bigger plans for you and I was like no Lord I worked so hard to get where I am I've got a house, my bucky my work good salary I'm scared Lord I'm this example of being in the of South Africa telling people that you got to rise above your circumstances work hard for what you want and I've put all my eggs in this one basket and now you're telling me that I need to surrender this. I was like, no, Lord, please. I can't tell the world that I'm scared, but I can tell you, Lord, because you're my father. And there came a time about a year ago where the CEO sat in front of me and said, Henry, I just feel that you should go and spread your wings somewhere else. I was like, no, it can't be, Lord. You've blessed me with a great job and everything that I have. And I unfortunately lost my job, my income, my bucky, my house, I lost everything. And I said, "But that's life probably, Lord. I met you at the age of 16. I'm 32 now, 16 years later, Lord. I think that's that's what life is about then. And I'll just go by the daily living, trying to just build again. I've lost everything. I know what it is to have nothing, Lord. But I've built everything up, and now it's just lost again. But... In hindsight, I knew I was very unhappy inside. And then I lost my joy in life. I love God for who He is, because I'll never forget, once you taste the holy water, you just can't, not, you can't turn your back from that. But I love God, but I, I really didn't have any joy in life, to be honest. I was invited to Alpha. And in my group, amazing leader, Roseanne, she asked, "What's what's your expectation?" And I looked at my group, loving feels like my family now. I looked at them and I just said, that life is boring. It's, Christianity is it's, it's boring for me, I, and I have no joy. And I just that's I've got no expectation. But I'm just telling you guys that I just lost my joy in life, and I'm okay with it. And we went through the ten weeks of Alpha and I knew that the camp was something to be expecting for, but I was so okay with being not okay sure. that I'll, I'll just go to the camp and it will just be another weekend. And <laughs> on the weekend, the Holy Spirit struck me again and gave me a joyful life that I can't explain. But I can tell you that the Lord is living and He just doesn't want Come you on. to be okay. He wants you to be happy and joy and loving. And that's what I got again. Come on, man. The God is so good. He's a good, good Father and He loves you. Come on. And to be honest... I've lost everything, but I'm the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> Come on, man. And I know the Lord has a plan for me. And guess what? I have my own foundation where the Lord says, at the age of 16, you're going you're gonna to be there for the poor and the orphans. Upcycle essay I create, and the Lord is using me. Come on. And the Lord can use me. I'm sure He can use you too. Yeah. <laughs> and. When I was a young boy, I would stand in the mirror and I would preach the goodness of God. (laughs) And I just feel that the Lord is using me to say, "Henry, my plans are not done with you, my boy. I'm going to put you on stages. And I'm going to want you to tell the world that I'm a living, a loving God. That I can heal any brokenness, any depression in an instant. Sixteen years of deep down depression I had was healed in a moment. And the Holy Spirit touched me and I got the joy of the Lord. is my strength, man. Come on! And I just can't tell you guys enough how much He loves you. And how special it is, Chad. I don't realize how special it is to see a young man speak about the Lord. He just gives me the strength as well. For the moms out there, the Lord uses you guys and the females in a different way. Us young boys, young men, need you. For the father figures out there, let the Lord use us as father figures to the fatherless out there. Yeah. And all he just says, just say, Lord, here I am. Yeah. And that's what I did. I just, Lord, if you're a living God, here I am. Thank you, Jesus. Don't, Thank
0: you, Jesus. Don't go anywhere. Yet. So, this is how we're going to close the service. And I need you here. Uh, you, got a, you got an anointing for evangelism and I think you're not meant to be stuck in the church so we got to talk right <laughs> we got to get you out there but I believe that some of you just need to stand up and recommit your life to Jesus, you, Jesus. and so I'm going to do it just like that I'm not asking you to close your eyes Thank you, Jesus. just say "I'm, Father here I am I'm recommitting my life to you Thank and i'm going to choose to follow you you, for the rest of my life like this man decided so that's you i'm going to ask you to stand this morning you you want them to come forward mr b wants to pray for you but i'm going to ask you to stand quickly to stand quickly as we close the service and you know what your recommitment can be father i know you called me and i've I've walked away from that calling and today I choose to come back. As you stand, this is not just a moment, honestly, this is not just a moment in the church here, right? This is a moment for eternity, you before the Father. As you stand, I'm going to ask I need to pray for you. And just make this declaration in your heart today. That Lord, I choose to follow you. Whether I have much or His whether I have nothing. Spirit's Father, I choose to follow you and the purposes that you spirit. have for my life. Oh, Can God. you pray for us? Brother.
1: Loving God. Father God, I just come here this morning, Lord Jesus. And to say that I break down all the walls. Every chain that was binding you in this world. Every lie that was shared or preached upon, upon your life that we break. That curse, Lord. Today we break every chain, every wall that's keeping us away from the goodness of God. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you will come in this place because you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, will you? I pray that you will heal every deep down depression, every broken heart, I pray that you will bring forgiveness in this place, Lord, because forgiveness is that keeps us away from the goodness of God. That bitterness would turn into love, because you are loving God, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, and do your work. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, because we are your children, and we are meant to live in the fullness. And the glory of God, Holy Spirit, come and break every chain. Yes, Lord. Lord, we surrender. We surrender in this place today, Lord. Because you are a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. And we are loved by you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We are loved. We are awfully and wonderfully created to live in the fullness and glory. Thank you, yes. Jesus. Thank you, our Father. Yeah. We surrender ourselves to you for your works. And that every single person in this church building this morning will feel your presence and know that you're real. A real, loving God.
0: Thank you, Father. I just, I'm going to close the service there, but I am going to do that, Mr. B. I just believe that some of you need somebody to pray for you. Thank you Jesus. So we're going to open up the space um, for the next 20, 25 minutes. Just come to the front. We, somebody will be here to pray for you. Um, don't leave. If you know that you 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 need somebody, just to even if you want to talk to someone. Um, but let let me let me close the service and then I'll release you. Um, if you are parked next to someone, Marlon will help you. Just uh, maybe speak to Bertram or someone, just to guide that process out. But Father, I thank you for what you've done here this morning. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that any encounter with you is always life-changing. And so, Father, I thank you, even as we walk into this week, let us be the ambassadors that you've called us to be. Let us walk with your authority, Father, in every aspect of our lives. Thank you for your presence that is with us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.